How to get a man. Don't be a feminist. Mr. Reagan. So this advice isn't going to be 100% true for every woman and every man 100% of the time universally around the world. But generally speaking, this is good advice. Men find women who are feminine more attractive. There are many strands of feminism in 2018. A lot of women emphasize the whole equality thing. It's kind of irrelevant to what I'm talking about. What I want to discuss is those strains of feminism which aim to reduce femininity and promote masculinity in women. Essentially, I want to tell women this. Doing guy things does not make you more attractive to guys. In the 1990s, there was this big push to romanticize the idea of the guyish girl. Girls who love watching football, love drinking beer, love junk food, you know, they like camping, stuff like this. There were a lot of commercials, there were a lot of stuff in the popular media that suggested that if you were a girl that loved to do guy things, you were the perfect woman. Let me just say this. There are advantages and disadvantages to being a girl who likes guy stuff. Now, so for one thing, if you're a single girl, doing guy stuff gives you a lot more access to guys, right? You're going to be around a lot of guys doing a lot of guy things. But the downside to that is that a lot of guys could start to look at you as one of the guys. Because if you're doing a lot of guy things, you start to act guyish while you're doing them. And, and guys don't want to date another guy, at least straight guys. Now, I should point out that none of my advice here will make any difference if you are a 10. If you are so astonishingly beautiful that every guy on earth wants to date you, it will not matter how you act. Victoria's Secret models can like football. They can like beer. They can like junk food. They can like camping. It's not gonna make any difference in their attractiveness to guys. Guys are gonna like them no matter what. But if you're anything other than a Victoria's Secret model, this advice pertains to you. None of these things by themselves are absolutely 100% masculine. Like I could imagine, I could imagine a very sophisticated, beautiful, charming woman drinking beer out of a champagne flute uh, in, in a delicate manner and being so elegant and so gracious and so feminine that there is no masculinity about it whatsoever. It's the girl chugging the beer can, having a belch, and punching the guy next to her in the arm. That's the kind of girl that I'm talking about, right? A lack of femininity in these things. Obviously, there there's a balance. You know, you can do these things in a feminine way. It's just that they're usually not done in a feminine way. I I do think that there is some I do I do think that there's some parallel in the idea that women in America should be very independent and strong and women taking on masculine characteristics. Now, look, you don't have to be masculine to be independent and strong. I I think that there are two distinct types of toughness, right? You have masculine toughness and you have feminine toughness. I think that you can be feminine and be tough and not be unattractive to men, right? But a lot of women try to be confident, try to be tough, try to be independent, uh, try to be respected. And in order to do that, they take on masculine characteristics and that makes them less attractive. Okay, so what am I talking about? So a woman who can take care of her own finances, act responsibly in the world, confidently walk into a room and speak to anyone and shake their hands and be confident and be charming, that's that's a kind of independence and strength that all men will find attractive, especially if it's done in a hyper-feminine way. And a lot of people say, oh, that's sexist. A woman has to use her looks. Look, men are aesthetic, right? We love beauty. If a woman is able to leverage that, um, we respect it. 
you think we don't respect a woman who can leverage her her sex appeal to men? No, we think that that's amazing, right? We want that girl because that girl's not only not only beautiful, not only charming, but she's smart. Also, we like spontaneity. A girl who can just at a moment's notice, decide, you know what, I'm going to go to a restaurant I've never been to before. You know, try out a new thing. Try bungee jumping. It doesn't have to be that extreme. But a woman who's willing to just, on a moment's notice, try something new, do something that she's never done before, that we find very attractive. And that's not typically considered, like, a strongly feminine trait. It has something to do with a kind of toughness, right? That that kind of toughness we do find attractive in women. So not every traditionally feminine trait is attractive to men. And so that begs the question, when can a woman be too feminine, right? Um, There are negative aspects to um, hyper-femininity. In the world, we do tend to equate certain things that we consider weaknesses to be feminine characteristics, right? Physical weakness, we consider a feminine characteristic. Dependence, right? Not being independent, but dependent on the guy, we consider somewhat to be a traditional trait of women. We consider delicacy in a woman to be feminine. And like, okay, I was talking to my brother and he was talking about like um, a girl who's like, say, high maintenance. Being high maintenance is a sort of an unfortunate side effect of being a girl who takes great care and precision in how she looks and how, how she presents herself. But being a woman who looks great and presents herself well is an attractive quality, right? So you have a balance. Do you want a girl who is very beautiful and presents herself well? Or do you want a girl who um, doesn't take a lot of time in the bathroom, right? Uh, And you can have both. I mean, it is possible to have a woman who's not high maintenance, but who's also stunningly beautiful. That's possible. But, but, you know, there are certain levels, I think, of, of care that a woman takes of herself. My girlfriend takes absolute perfect care of herself, total precision. I mean, the way that she does her makeup, the way that she has her nails done... Um, she is clean, she is precise, and it is impressive. That said, there is a little bit of maintenance that is required for that, right? I wouldn't consider her like super high maintenance, but she's definitely a higher maintenance girl than some of the other girls that I've dated. And that's a balance that has to be struck. I don't, I don't think of that as a problem. Some guys might. So I was talking to my roommate Dunya about this, and I mentioned that men don't like women who are too weak, and men don't like women who are who are too dependent. Even though we we like to take care of women, we like that aspect of masculinity. But if they're too weak and they're too delicate and they're too dependent, well, in those cases, like we just spend all of our time taking care of the girl, and we neglect everything else in our life, and it becomes frustrating, right? So we we want a woman to have somewhat some independence, some strength. And she said, well, you say that, but I find that all of my delicate, dependent, weak friends all have boyfriends. They all have boyfriends all the time. Men flock to them. She goes, why is that? And I said, well, it's not the weakness that they like. Okay, it's not the dependence that they like. It's the fact that men are willing to deal with that because those women almost always come with all the other feminine traits. So if you get a girl with all these beautiful feminine traits and then they're a little bit weak and they're a little bit dependent, that's okay. We're okay. We can we can strike that balance. I mean, we, we can accept that, you know, uh, slight burden with all that benefit, right? But if you're a very strong, independent woman and we say, okay, that's a great benefit. We like that. 
It often comes with all this masculinity, this sort of low-level femininity, and that's what we don't like. So when she sees her weak, dependent girlfriends with boyfriends, it's not because they're weak and dependent. That's just a correlation that she's made. It's because they're hyper-feminine. That's why the guys are after them. But let me tell you about when I first met Valeria, right? Okay, so early on in our relationship, Valeria turns to me and she said, you know, I never thought I would date an American guy. I always thought all American men are pussies. That's true. That's her words, okay? Her words. Um, and I think that sentiment represents sort of the opposite perspective of women when, um, when looking for a man. Women are attracted to masculinity, right? And again, masculinity can go too far when we're talking about, you know, guys that are like too tough and too strong and too aggressive. Um, and in the same way, a woman can be sort of too delicate and too weak. Valeria doesn't like breaking nails. She absolutely hates it, but she doesn't cry about it. You know what she does? She takes the broken piece of nail, she gets super glue, and she glues the thing back on, all right? To me, that's, that's kind of tough, right? I'm impressed by that. <laughs> so you can be feminine and have a level of toughness. Now, is she the kind of girl that wants to go camping? No, she definitely does not want to go camping. Would she? Yeah, I mean, she loves me. She would probably go camping with me. But I don't want to put her through something she doesn't want to do. So you know what I do? I go camping with the guys, right? I'll get my, I'll go, go see my brothers, and we'll go camping. We'll go hiking. We'll go do something like that. I don't need her to come along for that. I have her for other things, obviously. So I don't really find a girl who necessarily wants to go camping attractive. You know, I don't think that it's terribly unattractive. It's not one of those things that I find particularly off-putting. But... Again, embracing those masculine characteristics usually goes along with a loss of femininity. And men are attracted to femininity. So after Valeria and I had been dating for a little while, uh, I went home one day and I couldn't find my laundry. I was looking in my laundry basket and I couldn't find my laundry. And I thought, God, what did I do with it? Was I cleaning? Did I move stuff? Like, and then it occurred to me, I think my girlfriend did my laundry. Now, I've dated for some time, right? I'm, I'm 38. I'm an old man. Okay, I've had a lot of girlfriends. And not one girl in my whole dating experience has ever done my laundry, okay? And the first thought that came into my head, and I'm not kidding, was, I think I might have to marry this girl. <laughs> that was my thought. And, it, and it's a weird thing to think, but it's, it's like, I, I feel like women have been trained, like, don't do traditionally... Uh, female things. Because if you do traditionally female things, men won't respect you. And that's absolutely false. And I'll tell you why. It's because if you do a man's laundry, a man doesn't think, oh, you know, she's like a maid. A man doesn't think that. You know what they think? They think, this woman loves me. This woman loves me enough to take care of me a little bit. And we love that, you know? And you don't have to do every traditional female thing that that every woman has done since the beginning of time. Valeria is a great cook. She makes the most delicious Russian food I've ever had. But she doesn't like it. She doesn't like cooking. So occasionally I'll ask her to make something for me. But for the most part, I just make my own stuff. And I cook for her, too. I like steaks, so I make myself steaks. It's not that much work, right? And if she wants a little something, I make that for her, too. I don't like cooking, but I don't hate it. She hates it. So I don't make her do it. But you know what she doesn't hate? She doesn't mind washing the floors. She doesn't mind... Uh, she doesn't mind cleaning the rugs in the bathroom. She doesn't mind doing my laundry. She kind of, you know, those are chores that she kind of enjoys doing. I hate laundry. So you know who does it? Valeria. But if she doesn't have time and she asked me to do it, like today she asked me to do laundry, I'm going to go do it. I'm going to go do the laundry to give her a break, you know? This is how relationships go. You can't say, well, just because the feminists tell me that I can't do 
you know, traditional female roles. Look, that doesn't mean you should never do traditional female roles, okay? You should do the things that that are going to be helpful to your man if you want him to respect you as much as men might traditionally do. The reality is that men find women who put forth some kind of an effort more attractive. If that means doing laundry, if that means, you know, dressing up a little nicer and putting on heels, then do that, you know? Um, not every girl looks great with a ton of makeup. So don't overdo it. If you're a girl that doesn't think she looks good at, you know, wearing makeup, just focus on the eyes. It doesn't matter what kind of girl you are. It doesn't matter if you're a farm girl. It doesn't matter if you were raised in a penthouse, uh, you know, in, in Manhattan. Every girl looks good with a little eye makeup, all right? And there's tons of tutorials on YouTube to figure out how to do that. Some girls don't look great with lipstick. Don't wear lipstick. Some girls don't look great with blush. And a lot of girls overdo the blush. Let me just tell you that. If, you, if you're borderline, do I look good with blush or not? Just don't wear it, okay? It's better. Men find women who dress well more attractive than women who don't dress well. And there's a kind of respect that's shown by dressing well in public. People have to look at you. And if you're somebody who just says, you know what? F everybody. I'm going to wear whatever I want, and if you don't like it, screw you. That shows a kind of cynicism and a lack of respect for your fellow human that's so ugly that it actually makes you uglier. Like, men will find you physically less attractive, not because of what you're wearing, but because of what, what you're wearing represents. Now, that said, you can go too far with the aesthetic. You can say, okay, I want to get my nails perfect. I want to get my makeup perfect. I want to get my hair perfect. I want to wear the, the right thing. I want to wear my heels. I want to go out. I want to look great. And you could completely neglect how you look, how you act, how you are at home. And this is incredibly important because if you're not at least somewhat presentable reading a book or watching television or eating dinner, the person that you're going to end up with is going to see you 90% of the time when you're not out and about, right? I call this behind the scenes, right? So how you are on stage has to be important, right? That's the way you present yourself in society. That's what we're focused on here. But you also have to be presentable behind the scenes. You have to be a somewhat decent person. You have to be somewhat charismatic. You have to be somewhat intelligent, somewhat amenable in the relationship when you're not in front of other people, right? And not enough people focus on that. We, we like to fall into extremes in America, right? So some girls just focus on that, don't focus on their onstage persona, and then they don't get why guys don't like them. They're like, yeah, but who I am, you know, alone at home is great. So why aren't guys asking me out? Well, it's because you don't produce any effort whatsoever to present yourself to the public. So guys are just going to think that you're kind of, you don't respect yourself. Your public persona in the minds of other people reflect your own personal respect for yourself. And they think that it reflects how you are in private, right? They may not think that, you know, you wake up every morning with perfect hair and makeup, but they will think that the way you present yourself in public is a reflection in some abstract way of how you are privately. But if you just present yourself well in public and you don't work on your private persona, then you're never going to sustain a relationship because guys are going to get involved with you, be horribly disappointed at, you know, who you are behind the scenes and break up with you. So you got to work on both. You got to have both at like a top level, you know, if at all possible. Okay, so let's let's get back to the traditionalism thing, right? I was talking to my brother about this and I said, "You know, we both agree that femininity is more attractive than masculinity in a woman, okay? But, but I think the whole career thing has derailed that, right? Because for so long, women have been told by feminists that they need to have a career. That, like, every woman in America is looking to build a career, 
right? There's no women in America that are just happy um, sort of being with a successful man and not developing their own career. And so we as men in America have been trained to go after women who are career-driven, right? Because we really only have that pool of women to go after. My brother said it best. I proposed to him that a woman who embraced traditional values and neglected trying to build her own career and instead just supported her man was going to be more attractive to any man than the women who go after careers. And he said, yeah, but Chris, I don't think those women exist in America. And I don't think they do. Not really. I mean, it's very rare. And so a guy who's going after that kind of girl just doesn't exist anymore either because we just have learned to accept that this is who women are now. Women are career-driven people, and we have to find a girl who we can find attractive who's also trying to have her own career. And this is why I think that Russian women are far more attractive because although a Russian woman could be trying to have her own career, a lot of times they're perfectly content supporting their man. And they respect the man's career more than their own career, even if they're going after one, right? They would rather their man be more successful than they are because they recognize the value in that. They recognize that a man's going to be more confident if he's got his own career. They recognize that they're going to benefit if the man is successful and they don't even really have to work if they don't want to. It relieves a lot of pressure on the woman. But women in America aren't told about this. They, they don't even think about this sort of thing. And so they become more masculinized and they become less attractive. But I would tell American women this. You can no longer afford to embrace masculine characteristics, to embrace the tenets of feminism that say you must be independent, you must be strong. Yes, those are attractive things, but they often come with unattractive side effects. You're no longer just competing with other American women with the same feminist values as you have. You are now competing with the Eastern European girls, with the Russians, with other Europeans that are coming over here. These are hyper-feminine women. These are women that do their hair perfect, their makeup perfect. They've got their fingernails perfectly manicured. And these are not things that men might naturally think, this is what I'm attracted to. Like, I grew up thinking that the girl who was going after a career and who had it all and was, was beautiful but also very strong and, and independent and awesome, I always thought this was the ideal girl. And then I dated a girl from Russia who was sort of a traditional woman who didn't care as much about her career as she cared about mine, who was doing my laundry, and suddenly I realized... This is the best girl. This is the ideal girl. So, look, if you want to get a guy and you're a single girl in America, you have to drop the feminism. You have to drop it, okay? You have to reject every tenant of feminism. I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds ridiculous in, in, our, in our modern world, but you do. You have to step back and embrace traditional values. If you don't mind doing dishes, do his dishes. Guys hate that stuff, all right? We hate dishes. We hate doing laundry. Don't reject that stuff out of principle. Okay, embrace traditional values, embrace traditional roles, and try to be as beautiful as you can, try to be as feminine as you can, and try to be as traditional as you can. You will have an incredible advantage over every other woman that you know. And if you want a guy to marry you, do his laundry. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for me. If you like the stuff I'm doing, consider giving to my Patreon. I now have Mr. Reagan merchandise available. You can see that in the description. So go ahead and buy some of that stuff. That'll help me out. And I will be soon selling my book of short stories. And I'm going to have a whole video on that. It's like a very important thing for me. 
I am first and foremost a writer. So if you want to read that, it's going to be available for free. You can buy it if you want. There's going to be kind of a system where if you like the book and you think it has value or you just want to help out my channel, you can pay whatever price you want for the book. There will be a recommended price. But if you have a low budget, if you don't have a lot of money, or you're just looking at it because you're curious and you don't you don't necessarily want to buy it, it's going to be available for free. Anybody can download it. So go check that out. Now, if you like this video, hit the like button. If you want to see more stuff like this, please subscribe. And if you hate me, well, you're probably a feminist. Must be a big push this time, Ace. The Admiral told me not to tell. The Admiral should have told me not to worry. I thought we settled all that about you and me. It won't stay settled, Case. Not until you tell me you stopped caring.